Hey, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to Life Mastery Decoded for Women and Women Entrepreneurs, where I help you decode the struggles in your life in the areas of health, wealth, and relationships with mind mastery and meditation tools and techniques so that you can live the life that you're proud of. Welcome to today's podcast. Hey ladies, welcome to today's podcast. This is Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind, where I'm hoping to find you spending quality time with people you love. So I have to tell you an an interesting story in hopes to inspire a little bit of action on your end. And I know that I always talk about the little nugget, but I'm hoping to kind of tell you a story. So this summer, um, this past summer, 2020, of course, COVID hit, and I am a teacher at heart. I used to have, I used to play school as a kid. I used to teach school. I loved school. I loved the structure of school. I loved learning. I, I didn't always have great experiences at school, like with other kids. I was very socially awkward. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm socially awkward still, but that's okay. That's why I do a podcast. And um, <laughs> so but I love learning and I love the teacher part of things like, what are we going to do today? What kind of, what kind of lesson are we going to teach? So anyway, when we had um, homeschool and the kids were done with schools, like March, we, I like went full fledged, like, like elementary school teacher mode. And it was so fun. And one of the things that it taught me is about my relationships with the boys and even though, like, I don't have any biological kids, but I adopted Bob and completely in my whole heart adopted Amy's two boys, uh, Brandon, who is currently 15 and has autism, but is, is pretty high functioning. I mean, he's, he's a 15 year old, but he still has kind of the, the likes of like a six or seven year old. Um, and Cameron, who just turned 12 and um, has pretty high power need, like loves to be in charge, loves to like, doesn't always listen to direction because he just wants to do his own thing, which we understand how to work with that. So we, um, we are raising quite the gentleman in my, in my personal opinion. And um, I do feel like we have the skills necessary to be able to raise him, but also offer him what he needs as a person. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back to the podcast that talks about the five basic needs. Um, But anyway, so what I'm saying is, is that this summer when I was working with them, I like went full fledged teacher. So I already had a bunch of resource books, you know, math, English, vocabulary, um, whatever, science books, whatever. And so every snow day was not just sitting on the couch watching TV, but it was school. You know, we would go downstairs and I used to be a personal trainer and a boot camp instructor. So I have a ton of equipment. I have a gym downstairs. So we would go downstairs and do some movement stuff and some coordination and balance. And then we would come upstairs and do some, we call the tabletop work or learning. And so we would do pages in our, you know, in our activity books or math book or whatever. And we would all just work together. And then, you know, it was all like scheduled after that, we'd go outside and play, then we would come in and we would do some, you know, we would do a puzzle, we would play with Play-Doh, and I had this whole schedule. Well, what I ended up learning through all of the complaining that was happening during COVID and all of these parents that were like, we have no idea what to do with our kids. Like, this is just like crazy. This, And of course, it was like, right now, it changed, and it was holy moly for everybody, and I totally understand that. And what it ended up doing for me that I saw... I, I, I realized that we were doing or that it was this big positive 
experience for me personally. Like I spent time with my boys and I really started to deepen my relationship with them. And it was so great because I understood where they were academically. So now I could communicate with the teachers a little bit differently when it came to their math or their science. And, you know, Cameron is excels in math. He really understands math and he needs to be at a higher level. And so I could communicate that with the teachers and say, you know what, some of this behavior that you might be seeing in the classroom is probably because he's at a lower level math. Because, you know, when the kid was in third grade, we were solving chemical equations and working on algebra because I could just, he loves quality time with me. And so I could teach him just about anything because it had to do with spending time with me. And just because his is quality time, his one of his high power need, but then also his love language is quality time. So you have to blend that together. Anyway, so then fast forward to now, we have this weird issue in our backyard with our septic tank. So when we, you know, we're doing laundry, we're taking dishes, we're taking dishes, we're taking showers, we're, we're washing dishes, and all of a sudden we have this puddle that is showing up just next to the lid of where the septic tank is. And so what in the world does this have to do with relationships or quality time? Well, think about this. You know, we have four people living in the house, and so if that's a whole bunch of showers, it's a whole bunch of dishes, it's a whole bunch of laundry, we're kind of busy doing chores, Right. Well, now we kind of space those chores out. We don't, we basically, we used to do dishes, not kidding. It was like three or four times a day. Yes, I don't know why I don't have a dishwasher. I just don't. The new house will have one. You'll hear about it in a podcast. But today, so far, I've never owned a dishwasher. I didn't even think it was that big of a deal. When I bought the house, it was just me. It was okay. I did dishes once a day and it was not a big deal. Now it's kind of a big deal. I have four people living here, several meals a day, lots of dishes. But we have a thing with our septic tank. And so we're kind of pausing on dishes. We're pausing on laundry. We're spreading showers out. And what does that equate? Now, because of the septic tank, we turn to quality time. So we could just turn the TV on, but it's, it's a thing that I don't always love to do. Like I don't want to just set my kids in front of the TV. I want to be proactive in their education and their experiences. I want to get them out of the house. And I really value the mechanics of the body and how you should move your body throughout the day and throughout your life as you get older, as your body goes through different changes, especially as women. You know, I had surgery uh, and it was almost exactly, well, four years ago at the end of January where I had a full hysterectomy and an oophorectomy, which what in the world that is, that, you know, so my uterus and my ovaries are gone. So it completely puts me into menopause, which had its whole slew of moody emotions that came with that. Holy crap. But then I also started to exhibit weight gain. And when it comes to me and quality time, I love to move. I love to hike. I love to bike. I love to swim. I love to, I mean, the list is, is quite accentuous, but I just feel like I love moving my body and I love getting outside. Well, that trickles into, because that's the health I need, that's the health that everybody needs. So we take the boys on hikes. We find things that we can all do together. And when we first started in COVID, so it's March, April, that's all we did. And Amy was home and I was home. And so here, the four of us, we can't sit in front of the TV for eight, nine, 10 hours a day. So we would do some school, we would do some workout, we would do some tabletop stuff, and then we'd get our freaking shoes on and we'd go sledding, we went on hikes, we found new places to explore, and it was amazing. And I know that a lot of people on Facebook, they, they show this 
perfect families, you know, um, like these relationships and all the things that we do, and then they really don't get along behind closed doors. But we do. And do we get upset? Yes, we're parents, we get upset, we get tired and they're pushing our buttons. One of them talks too much, this one needs too much. You have to micromanage, you have to, really, you don't like dinner tonight. I mean, it's, of course, all of those things happen. You're parents and you're spending 24 seven with your kids. But I will say, because of COVID and because of our septic tank, my relationships are getting deeper and deeper. But I will also tell you, I took the opportunity. Here's this thing that's happening and instead of me doing all these chores, sorry, Cameron, I can't play with you today because I'm going to, I have to do all these dishes or I have to fold the laundry or I have to, and get your kids involved in chores. If they have quality time, Cameron will do just about anything we ask him. And it all has to do with I, our demand of respect, but our giving of respect. He picks his chores and he gets paid for it. And then and the pay is in a ticket formation where that ticket equates to screen time. It equates to slumber parties. It equates to movies and popcorn. And it's kind of like, and it moves over into life where now we've created just recently, really, we've created some bills. So he has to pay for shampoo. He has to pay for us to do his laundry. And that all teaches budgeting. So now as he's been shoveling driveways, he's got money in his pocket and he just got a phone that is just a track phone. So he has to buy his own minutes. So we, we got it for him for his birthday. And then, well, his, yeah, his birthday. And then, but he has to buy the minutes. And so he's like, so I'm shoveling. He just comes to me this morning and he says, you know, Jen, I think that what I'm going to do when I get money in my pocket after shoveling is I'm going to take that money out for my minutes before it comes due. So I always have it. So when it comes due, it'll be in my pocket. I'm like, brilliant. But he learned that not because we just told him that's what he should do. He learned that because of this ticket budgeting. Now, I'll go into that in some other, it's irrelevant to today's podcast, but um I'll go into that into a different podcast because it's really it's really a brilliant system if I do say because it really it motivates them to do things on their own and um, but he he now comes up with his own chores so um, we have a big giant whiteboard is you know Monday through Friday and he just writes whatever chores he's going to do that day and he's already been equipped with how to do the chore and 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 all of that but but either way the kid is excelling in our household because we spend quality time with him. We fill his bucket. We teach him the, the, the things, you know, we place the values on the house. We want the house to be safe, we want it to be loving, and we want it to be accepting. And then we instill those values, and we love a clean house. You live in this house, you help clean the house. You poop in the toilet, you clean the toilet. That's just what we do. We generate garbage, we all take the garbage out. And so we're all contributing to our household. But all of this happened because we spent quality time. And when you are building relationships, no matter what those relationships are, they have to be quality. So I'm building a business, right? And I'm getting a little bit stressed out about it. And I'm finding that I'm doing a little bit more procrastinating, a little bit more, more emotions are coming up as I get closer and closer to what I would deem as the, the first of finish line of the first race of several races. And as I'm getting closer, I'm starting to feel more mental strain. I'm starting to become a little bit more um, emotional in, and sabotage because I'm coming to the end of this race. And, but I'm realizing that if I spend all this time focusing and pushing and pushing my business forward, that then my relationships falter. My relationships kind of 
suffer a little bit. And so as an entrepreneur, as I have my entire day, like I gave up a 40 hour work week so I could work 200 hours a week, but it's with what I love. Like I'm standing here now today in my living room recording this podcast and I just love it. It just aligns me with what I'm supposed to do. Like I could create by telling the story and sharing this with you, I could give you some nugget to inspire you to spend more quality time in those relationships that you love because I'm building this business not just for me, I'm building this business for me and Amy so we can have quality time and we can go on trips and have new experiences together. I'm building this business for the boys so we can teach them new things and they can have new experiences. We can send them to horse camp in Montana. We can send them to a rock climbing camp in Yosemite, uh, Yosemite Park in California. And we can now experience, we could, we could go out of the country whenever the country is open and give them new cultural experiences that we can't do with our current income. And so what I'm doing is giving back, but I have to look at the long road because if I look all the way out there and I'm thinking, okay, I got to make money. I got to make money. I got to make money. My current relationships will start to fall apart. So it is a gen, it is a, a delicate balance, but it really is about kind of paying attention to what's going on around you. If you're spending too much time here, then not enough over here, then this part is going to fall. It's kind of like juggling. I got to throw the orange up in the air, but then I got to catch the, the apple too. And if I throw them both up and I don't catch either, they splat to the ground. But we also need self-care. So how do we balance all of this? Well, what I do, I spend a lot of time trying to be proactive in thinking of here's my day, here's my plan. And if there's other people involved, like on, you know, today's a Sunday and there's other people involved, Cameron's home this weekend and, and Amy is here, then I, but I want to work on business. Like, how do I balance that? And what ends up happening is, you know, Amy says, okay, I'm going to run this. I'm going to run to the go get groceries. I'm like, okay, I can't just, you know, mess around right now. Now, why don't I, you know, I get out a, a podcast or two and, and that fills my bucket as far as business goes. And then when they come home, then we can, you know, spend time together. So, but it is, again, it goes to that planning piece where being proactive in your life and thinking about what does my day look like? What things do I have to get done today? What things do I want to work on? And then planning that out. And it doesn't have to be, it could be a loose plan. It doesn't have to be from eight to 10, I'm going to do this. And from 1030 to whatever, I'm going to do this. It doesn't, unless you like that, then, then I would say go for it. But it doesn't have to be quite so rigid. And I like to be spontaneous. But when I'm done with business, then I feel like, yeah, now I can be a little bit more flexible. Yeah, let's go sledding or let's go take the dogs for a walk or let's go, you know, I don't know, paint the basement, you know, whatever. Or there's some free time. You guys are good. She's, you know, uh, she's working on something and Cameron's working on something. Great. I'm going to go downstairs and record. But it's, it's really about that balance. And it was so awesome to be able to dive headfirst into, um, being able to be forced really to spend that kind of time with them because then I realize they're my why and I'm doing this for them and I'm I'm creating this life and this business and creating this income for my family so but I have to not neglect that in the process I have to make sure that I'm spending time with them as it goes right now building that foundation that we stand on every time we do something together and new memories and new experiences we add one more brick to the foundation and so then when the money is rolling in and things are, are really great and we can have some more freedom and we go, our relationship is solid. So what am I telling you? Look at those relationships that are in your life right now. Figure out who you want to spend time with. Figure out 
what, what you guys can do to really deepen your connection and also deepening your connection with yourself. Because I do recognize that if there's a day or two, it's usually by day three, if I'm not doing my journaling or I've forgotten to do my, I've forgotten to do my intentions, man, I start really feeling the, the result and the emptiness of that. It's like, do you guys ever play a video game like on your phone or tablet or Kindle or whatever, where you have to keep doing this one thing in your game and it starts, if you stop doing it, it starts to kind of fall back. I'm playing this Disney game where you have to create this happiness, of course, in the park. It's a Disney park. And if you, if you neglect the game for a while, the happiness level starts to go backwards. It starts to go back down to zero. And so you have to kind of keep it like keeping a, a balloon in the air. You have to kind of keep tapping it. Well, it's the same thing with any of these areas in your life. If you neglect an area, it starts to kind of go down. If I neglect my relationship with Amy, our relationship starts to go down. So I have to constantly, not constantly on purpose. I mean, I do it on purpose, but like be putting attention on the relationship, putting deposits into my relationship with her. And I do that with the kids, with myself. And it's the same with, with self-care is I have to keep putting deposits into my relationship with myself, keep meditating, keep journaling, keep reading the intentions. And it just keeps that happiness meter up a little bit higher. I definitely notice a difference. And I hope that since you've been listening to these, that you are journaling every day, setting out your pot, your, um, your intentions, reading those intentions, and then going about your day, being proactive in your day and in your relationships and in your life is really about living that present moment is what experiences do I want today? And it's cold and it, but it's sunny out that we might go for a hike later, you know, and, um, it's just, uh, what can we do right to make those deposits? So anyway, I hope you found a nugget of inspiration today in today's podcast. And I would love to have you, you know, interacting on our Facebook group or sharing the podcast. If you found any, any use, any nugget, any inspiration is that you share it with others. Thanks for listening. And if you liked this episode, please take the time to like and share. Also, please visit me on my other social media pages. I'm on Instagram, Jen Mac, Lady of the Mind. I'm on Facebook, where we have this community titled Life Mastery Decoded. And it's a community of women and women entrepreneurs where we come together to support one another in sharing our successes and struggles. You can also check out my YouTube channel where I share my teachings and my personal journey. And it's simply titled Jen Mac, J-E-N-M-A-C. Have a great day and I hope to hear from you.